you have to figure out like what you want to prioritize and because if you do want to pursue acting and do it seriously and you have like that ability and drive if you put your 100% of yourself into it I think you can make it big it starts with just taking that leap man you have to work hard you have to be incredibly smart choose something that even if it fails, even if it fails you are going to be proud of it doesn't matter how badly you got beaten be kind, be kind, be kind. Become a better person, a better leader, a better business. Go for that. <laughs> I'm Samuel Donner, and this is Finding Founders. My name is Nina Liu. I did a lot of acting when I was younger, so I worked for Disney and Amazon Prime and a bunch of other things. And now I'm at USC as a screenwriting major, staying in that film industry. Okay, and it's interesting because you have this, uh, uh, you, you had this career as like a, basically a Disney star, and now you've kind of leveraged that career for a lot of followers and viewership on TikTok and Instagram. And it's cool seeing like the transition from one medium into the other. So I'd love to talk about that, but um, maybe to to start, can you tell me about how you first got approached to be an actress? Yeah, this is an interesting story. <laughs> I've told it a lot. My sister and I were just like running through the mall one day in our hometown. And this lady was like, do you guys want to be actresses? And then um, we were like, yeah. So we signed up for this school and they approached us in a mall. I feel like that's the first red flag. Just, yeah, I would not recommend that. So you went to this boot camp and what happened? We just, every Saturday we drive to LA, which was an hour away from where I lived. And we take these little acting classes, which actually did help because I was really shy as a child and it helped me come out of my shell. And um, I realized that I was a very theatrical person and I really enjoyed acting comedy. I had a lot of anxiety built up and I I guess I like proving people wrong because I feel like everyone assumed that of me and it was somewhat true I was an introvert but I also wanted to prove that I can be expressive and I can be like I can act very theatrically and um, be confident at something so it always was satisfying to me to act and then shock people because that's not what they were expecting for me to be good at. So uh, from there, like you, uh, uh, how do you land your first gig? Well, this is, I would say this is a rare occurrence. Um, this doesn't happen usually, but so my first audition was for Austin and Allie. It was a small guest role part. I got a call back for that, but I didn't get the part. And then my second audition was for uh, my breakout role, Tiffany and Bunked. And I booked that one. I had no idea what was going on, but first of all, my ego was already pretty inflated because I was a child actress. But after booking that, it, it shot through the roof. I was like, I am so talented. I am like one in a million. I'm just special like that. And <laughs> I feel like now, after being in the industry for seven years and going on auditions, I'm realizing a lot of it is chance and opportunity. 
and hard work and talent. And so you uh, start doing this this role, like how does it progress? So like like you know, are you are you instantly there every single day? You know, how are you feeling about about uh, being this being on this show, like a popular Disney show? Yeah, it was a very sudden change for me that I like didn't get to process quite quickly. Like, oh, here's a hobby of mine where I can express myself and it's a passion of mine and it's for fun. And suddenly it all shifted when it's like, this is a career and I'm earning money and there are bigger things at stake. So it was a very big change. Is that, do, do you feel like you were still allowed to be a kid? Sometimes no. <laughs> um, mainly, I just missed being in school. I just hated being homeschooled. I was very lonely because there were just no other kids around and... What about the kids on set? The thing is, you think of them as kids because they're written to be kids, but in reality our age gaps were quite big. Like I was 11, Nathan was 9, and Sky was 13, and there were the young, we were like the younger kids, but the other kids were about 17, 18 and older, so we were at very different stages in life and it, it's not the same as being in school and being in like your grade with people your age. We were very scattered. Yeah, yeah, and I, so you're, you're doing the show, you're maybe feeling a little lonely, um, but I feel like the, the, the outside uh, or like day-to-day -day life also begins to change and I'm seeing this in a very small way with, with my show OKOP, right? Like I got recognized at the grocery store the other day and I'm like, what the heck? Like, like these internet people or these like like these people who are viewing from afar actually exist, and it's like this surreal experience to have that happen. Do you remember one of the first times that like a stranger recognized you? I think one of the first times that it happened was so I was in this institution that every Asian child's like parents enroll them in called Kumon, and. It's just like after school extra math and English homework. I don't know why, but yeah. So I would go to that after school program. And one time this, like these kids, a couple desks down looked over at me and they were like, <gasps> and then I, I was waving at them and I was like, it's finally happening. <laughs> Before you've experienced it, everyone's kind of feeling like, I, I want someone to recognize me and to be my fan. And then after a while though, I kind of didn't like it. So right now I'm in like USC screenwriting. I would feel uncomfortable if there's someone in my program because we are 24 people and we have to hang out with each other and see each other in our classes every single day for the next four years. I would feel uncomfortable if there was someone in here in my program that was like a big fan, but there aren't they're they're not but if there was someone who was like a very big fan that would feel uncomfortable yeah yeah how how do you like do you have to start changing the way you thought of those kinds of people or thought of those people when uh as it was happening more and more often so when i first went back to school which was in eighth grade um like back to public school after the show i had because everyone was in middle school and everyone was kind of especially like the younger kids, they all watched the show. And it was kind of insane. I'd be like chased down the halls and everything when I first came back. And 
I my close friends told me that I have like a fan voice that when I interact with fans I'm different and I I guess yeah over the years I've learned to pick up this kind of I don't want to say fake but it's just like I want to be really nice to them because I'm only gonna make an impression on them like for that one time that they meet me and so I'm a bit more engaging and enthusiastic than I am usually yeah I, I get why it can be so hard for for young kids to deal with this kind of you know notoriety because like even someone who's at like a small scale right like you're you you were big within some communities but you weren't like a superstar yet you're still having to deal with with the the results of fame um and that's uh it's you know it's a it's a weird concept to grapple with at such a young age when did you leave the show and how was that for you yeah i left the show like I said, eighth grade, and that was around like 2017, 2016. Yeah, it was weird to transition back into regular school life, but I was really looking forward to that because I hated being homeschooled and I wanted to be with people my age. It was nice to shift back. And so going through through school, did you do any more acting or social media kind of things? Like, like did you gear up any of that after, after the show? I still went on auditions but my focus was on school so i didn't do anything big big i would say i did some acting for brat which is this digital like web series company that makes these web series and puts them on youtube and that was a really interesting experience i did one show in freshman year of high school and one show in junior year the freshman year one was interesting because it was non-union and that was like a little sketchy because my my biggest complaint was that sometimes they would change the script like the night before shooting it would end up being something completely different than what i signed on for and i wasn't happy about that and in junior year that one was union so that was less sketchy that was good and i actually liked the show and the concept and i liked the people that i acted with we had a really fun cast but my complaint was that it was just a really hard time in life to be working on a project because i had three APs that I was taking. Yeah, you're, you're being a regular high schooler. <laughs> yeah, I have to like take two weeks off and I had like C's and D's in my classes because I couldn't get work done on time and I couldn't take tests because I was filming in LA. And public high school is not, it wasn't accommodative of me. Can you take me to 2021 whenever you start your TikTok? Oh yeah, so it was the start of the pandemic. I've heard of TikTok before, but I never really looked into i had a tiktok and i made like small videos but i was just like i'm not gonna engage in that sort of thing it's it's whatever and i it's just a dancing app but like during the start of the pandemic you know we had nothing to do so i started making more videos and i made videos saying like oh i'm tiffany from funk it was this one video that blew up where this girl and actually she's like a friend of a friend of mine and i i had never met her before but we're actually connected so she is like East Asian and she has this South Asian boyfriend, like an Indian boyfriend. And then she posted this video where she was like, you're that yellow and brown iconic duo. And then she shapeshifted like them into every like character duo of like an East Asian with like an Indian friend on TV. Cause like that happens a lot. It must be like some sort of trope. Like my character had a crush on Karin who's Indian and we, she shapeshifted into us. And I just reacted to the video. I'm literally not doing anything but watching it and covering my mouth and being shocked and that one got like a million views i think and and from then on it just blew up. that's crazy and so how did that feel for you it felt insane because tiktok is 
first of all, I was like, TikTok is very, very different than Instagram because the numbers shot up so fast and so much. And I'm like, what's this surge of adrenaline? Yeah, because, I mean, like, how quickly did you hit a million followers? It was like maybe a month after that. Month? That's insane. What, now you're sitting at like three million, right? What are you at right now? Like close to three million. I've, it's been stagnant at that. So now that you have almost three million followers, you're getting like tens of billions of views uh, on your videos. What are you thinking uh, about doing next and how's school going in screenwriting? <laughs> Well, I do have a music video dropping like May 7th around that time because I am in film school and all my film school friends offered to help out. I am looking less into acting right now and more into just like getting my songs produced just because I'm in college and being on a project would take up a lot of time, but I do have songs already written and I would just need to get them produced. And uh, so everyone go listen to my song. It's called Prom Date, coming out soon. And school is fun. I'm so tired. It's just like finals right now. There's a lot of work. It's a lot of writing, but it's fun. I'm having a good time. I'm just tired. <laughs>
Sarah Hobson, Cherise Tan, Harushi Kanauchi, Kristen Hagelin, Aya Cortez, and Valencia Lu. Our writing team lead is Elizabeth Bowen with support from Aiden Ashworth, Nikki Mukawa, Sylvie Wong, and Eric Mena. Our design team lead is Shruti Ramanand with support from Tiffany Dang, Yao Lil, and Dina Gabriel. To see more of what we're up to, subscribe to our newsletter at findingfounders.co. Thanks again for listening and see you next week.